Welcome to another episode of Two Guys, One Topic. I'm Ollie. And I'm Liam. And for those that don't know, or we've got new listeners today, each episode we take a topic that we know very little about and we give ourselves a week to read and research all about it. The idea being that we do the hard work and then we share what we feel are the most important pieces of information with you, our listeners. I like it. That sounds good. And so everybody knows we are not experts in anything that we talk about on the pod. This is just a summary of our findings. Hopefully, by sharing some knowledge with you, we can all learn a little bit more about a whole lot of things. Yep, exactly. So let's get on with this week's topic, which was my choice as we approach the end of this series. And this week's episode is all about pizza. Nom, nom, nom. Liam, you just said it there. This week's topic is pizza, and it was your choice. Just to remind everybody what we do at the end of each series, we do a Liam's choice, an Ollie's choice, and a listener choice. So if you're listening now and you've got any topic suggestions, fire them over to us and we'll uh, we'll put them in the mix. It could win the public vote to see if that's then the topic. But Liam, why on earth have you picked pizza for us to learn about this week? May how often do you have a pizza? Once a week? How popular is pizza? Is it like the popularest thing in the world? It's like, got to be up there, hasn't it? Well, it turns out it is. Well, I can, no, no spoilers, but this is a spoiler. Pizza is the most popular takeaway in the world. Uh, no, I, I don't know. I just I was eating it the other day, and I was like, ah, I reckon this would make a decent podcast. Also, if it's that popular and everybody eats them, then that means loads of people will be talking about our podcast to each other, won't they? They'll all be able to share that little bit of knowledge about some pizzas. I've definitely found out some random bits of information this week that I had no idea about pizzas. I'd probably say this is one of the topics I've been more comfortable with. I'm a, I am a fan of pizza, definitely a fan of pizza. I remember being out once with you, eating a pizza, and I seemed to blow your mind in the way that I ate it, though, didn't I? I've got no idea what you're talking about, Ollie. I'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah. you ate pizza. I'm pretty sure you ate pizza normally, right? I don't. What did you like? Roll it up or something? <laughs> no, I fold it. Fold my you pizza. Fold, you fold a pizza to eat it. That was it. that face that you just pulled. Then was the face you pulled at the time when you saw me and a couple of our other mates folding our pizza as we ate it. No, right. no, but that is still what whatever I thought then. I think now. <laughs> I mean, unless you're in a rush, if, are you like that guy like speed eating? Like, how many pizzas can you eat in one minute? You've got to fold them up and push them in. Are you more of a knife and fork person? No, obviously you just wolf it down, but I don't fold it. That's for sure. Like, I tell you, the, well, the problem with eating pizzas too fast. I should have googled if there a term for when you burn the top of your mouth because pizzas are the worst for doing that. Oh, definitely the hottest thing in the world they can be, can't they? Yeah, and it ruins your taste for the next like weeks. But yeah, no. Likewise, you know what do I know about pizza? I've eaten loads of them. Meat feast all the way, always. Anything the meat, whichever one's the one with all the meats. That's my my pizza of choice. Yeah, I'd probably go for yeah an American hot, something like a, a spicy, meaty one for me. Jalapeno okay. peppers, ideal. And even the next day when it's cold, delicious as well. Yeah, I like to, if you sprinkle a bit of water on it, put it back in the oven, and then it goes back to like a normal pizza. All the tricks. Yeah. All right, so anyway, like, there can't be anybody listening to this episode who doesn't know what a pizza is. They can't. They just can't. Imagine that. Imagine <laughs> if you were listening to this and you don't know what a pizza is. Please message us. You must be one of the only people on the planet. But <laughs> what is a pizza? 
I'll give you a, a description of it then. So it's a dish of Italian origin, and it's normally on a flattened disc of breaded dough. And then you top it with like a combination of different ingredients, normally a, a tomato base. Then you've got some like olives, mozzarella, and different cheeses that can go on top of it. It's baked super quickly, usually at really high temperatures, and something that you serve hot. So that is yeah. that is pizza. Yeah, my brother's got an actual, you know, lots of people have got pizza ovens nowadays, don't they? They sell them in like Audi and stuff in the middle, yep. ready for the summer. And uh, the, the point of them is that they go really hot, don't they? Like much hotter than an oven. And it means that when you chuck the pizza in, it cooks insanely fast. Absolutely. So the, the whole idea with pizza is the quicker it cooks, the better it is, essentially. Okay. So the, the pizza ovens super super hot you get them up to around 400 degrees about 750 fahrenheit throw it in there but so the whole idea behind that is is that the the ingredients can cook super super quick but then the the crust and the dough and everything won't burn so you then get that really nice texture between the two ah well there you go now we're also teaching people how to cook so (laughs) yeah pizza bang put the oven on full blast and do that is that true about a frozen pizza though if i've been down like you know I got one of those 99p Carlos pizzas. Is that going to cook? Is it the same thing? Not quite. <laughs> it's, or it's going to take you about eight to 10 minutes, I think, which isn't quite the, the minute and a half, the 90 seconds that a 400 degree pizza oven will do it for you. At 200 degrees, because we all know everything cooks at 200 degrees. <laughs> and you just change the length of time you put it in for. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Right, come on. Right. So where's the word pizza come from? <clears throat> There's quite a bit of debate around this, isn't there? There, there isn't. Yeah. Looking into the etymology of the word pizza, I thought, oh, this will be nice and straightforward. This will probably be, you know, just going back to a little bit of Latin, you know, some Italian origin, and it'll be nice and straightforward. But it turns out people can't really agree on how and why it came about. No, I can't really get nailed down. There's some words they think it might have meant. Um, there's the word, the Greek word picte, picte meaning fermented pastry. They think it might have something to do with the word pitta from Greek, because obviously you can imagine the similarities between the two. There's a word piso, meaning mouthful, which might have been the word, but it's pretty hard to name it. Nobody really knows. That was my favourite one. I think out of the the three or four theories that are out there, that piso, standing for for mouthful or bite, seems to to cover it nicely. It, it was recorded that the first time the word pizza was ever recorded was at 997 AD. So just over like a thousand years ago, where a bishop in the Italian town of Gaeta was to receive duodecim pizza or 12 pizzas on Christmas Day and Easter Sunday. Yes. Yeah. The first time it was written down. Yeah. So the first time somebody thought years ago. this is worth worth actually putting in, uh, in in writing for everybody to, to read about. So yeah, 997 AD. So we know we know it's been around for, for a long, long time. Um, but there was something that when I was looking into the etymology, I was then thinking, you hear for our American listeners, they often refer to it as a pizza pie, don't they? When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie. Also, do you know it's pizza pie, not piece of pie? Yes, I do know that. I think well, everyone that knows that. When the moon hits your eye, like a big piece of pie. You're telling me that's... I thought that's what it was, but it's pizza pie. 
Well, that's so for us in in England in the UK, we would never refer to a pizza as a pizza pie. It'd be alien. We we got no idea what that really means, do we? But no, it's. I was looking into the reason why why do Americans say it, and it's from when you had people like the immigrants from going over from Italy in the late 1800s over to America, and they brought over this dish, and it was just the similarities that it has with a pie that it's. It's uh, a circle. You cut it into triangles. It's got filling in it. It's got a crust. Yeah. And yeah. so it just all of a sudden started getting referred to as a pizza pie. The um, it, That was, I, I read that the earliest time anyone ever wrote the word pizza pie was 1903. And it was in a New York, well, let me read it. It was a New York Tribune piece. And it said, part, it says this. Pies have usually been considered a Yankee dish exclusively, but apparently the Italian has invented a kind of pie. The pomodore pizza or tomato pie is made in this fashion. Pomodore means tomato. So they 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 called it a, a basically a tomato pie. Yes. Um, in the in the sense that, yeah, because it was like you were saying, it's in a dish and it's covered in tomato. So it's sort of like a tomato pie. But but for us in the UK, for anything to be considered a pie, it needs a pastry lid on it, doesn't it? Yeah. You've got to have a lid, yeah, yeah. then that's a pie. Otherwise, it's it's not a pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In America, they'd have a pumpkin pie, wouldn't they? Or something. Yep. It, it, it doesn't, it's not what we consider a pie. So we would never call it a pizza pie uh, yep. in the UK. Also, pizza does not mean pie in Italian. That's a misconception that, that the word pizza itself translates to pie. Yes. Which it does not. They just call it pizza because it's a pizza. They don't they don't call it anything else. Yeah. So, so it's enormous. Absolutely like a global phenomenon pizza but it's not always been the case uh, it originally and we'll get on to some of the history in a bit more detail in a minute originally it was considered to be a, a poor man's food in the 16th yeah. century in naples um you know mm-hmm. it started with you know really humble beginnings from where it came about which we'll come on to but today as you were saying liam probably most people will go a week where they have pizza at some point or a slice of pizza at some point in the week in fact it's a bit mind-blowing the numbers did you yeah, get this one? Um, There's over over five billion pizzas are sold worldwide every year. Yep. Nuts, right? Five billion. What's more nuts is about half of those are sold in America. <laughs> they do like their pizzas in America, don't they? Yeah. Um, I did read a, uh, a website did a, um, a website did a search of what words different countries search for when they search for takeaways. Okay. So it was like, what does what does England search for most as far as takeaways go? You know, pizza, Chinese, Indian, whatever. Um, and they searched up there. They could get the data from uh, 80 countries or so. And pizza came out top on more than half of those. So more than half of the countries that they check, pizza is the number one search up. And then Chinese was second. But yeah, most popular yeah. takeaway in the world. Yeah, definitely. It was saying, I was reading in, in the UK, that 49% of people eat pizza at least once a week. And Okay. Slightly different measurement here, but 93% of Americans eat pizza once a month. So, yeah, yeah. super, super popular. 350 slices a second in the US. 350 slices a second. What? That's not. That's mental. So, I looked into like Pizza Hut and Domino's because okay. they obviously they're potato, they're big potatoes, aren't they, when it comes to the, the pizza industry? Turns out they are properly similar as far as number of chains, amount of revenue. Not a whole lot of difference going on, really. I think Domino's make a bit more money, but generally speaking, they've got the same amount of locations, same amount of countries, that sort of thing. But just to go slightly off track, 
judging like by number of locations in the top 30 businesses in the world, yeah. fast food businesses in the world, how many of them are not American? So say that again. So I searched up the, the biggest fast food companies in the world because I figured Pizza Hut and Domino's are going to be in that list. I just want, I wanted to know where they were, like how okay. high up are, are they competing with McDonald's? Are they that sort of big? And I ended up with a list of the top 30 fast food companies in the world based on number of locations that they've got restaurants, number yeah, of like okay. restaurants they've got, yeah? How many of them, the top 30, are not American? And could you even name any of them? <laughs> well, oh, the non-American ones. Okay, I reckon... What I'm in five, three, twenty-seven, twenty-seven of the top thirty fast food chains in the world are American. Three of them are not. Would you have any idea what they are? I don't think you'd know. One of them is a Chinese company called Wallace. Never heard of them. Never heard of that. But you might have heard of the other two. One's Canadian and one's English. Oh, um, yeah. The the Canadian one is going to be okay, Tim Hortons. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well done. Yeah, Tim Hortons. Yeah, they are 18th in the world, 5,291. Or so, obviously, that's changeable. Um, locations. And the other United Kingdom one is Costa Coffee. Costa, I'd have guessed Costa. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Pizza Hut and Domino's are sixth and seventh on the list behind McDonald's, Subway, Starbucks, KFC, and Burger King. I think you probably guessed those if you had to. Anyway, yeah mental though, isn't it? they've got they've both got about nineteen thousand restaurants okay so yeah you should be able to find one yeah cool Pretty popular then so if we get back to some of the history about it it's not quite as straightforward as, as i was hoping this week to then figure out when was the first pizza and historians are divided a little bit on it because it, it depends how you define pizza in the yeah. first place yeah so it depends so if, if you think that pizza is a flatbread that's cooked in an oven then that goes way back to ancient times in the middle east so yeah babylonians israelites and the egyptians they were cooking flatbread baked in ovens thousands of years ago or yeah. if you think that pizza means it needs to have some toppings on it then that dates back to about the greeks and romans so two thousand years ago they were both baked flatbreads with olive oil and spices on top of them but we would probably call that today something more like focaccia bread yeah that's um that's still not what we're really going for today are we so if we're talking about what we think and we're familiar with as a pizza so where you've got the doughy base you've then got tomato and cheese and then toppings on top of it that did start in italy and there's there's a guy who's credited with being or usually credited the guy who made the first such pizza and his name was Raphael Esposito and he was from an Italian place called Naples yeah yeah Naples is credited as like where pizzas began um it's sort of in the the late 1700s they know this because they did a census and there's a lot of people in this census known as pizzolas or pizza makers now they wouldn't have been professional they'd have just been making this very cheap similarly like to um these flatbreads it's a very cheap quick way to cook food and to make like a, a meal quickly so they would do it sort of unprofessionally but yeah then rafael esposito 1800 and i want to say 89 maybe yes yeah credited as like the first professional 
guy making pizzas. That's not long ago, though, is it? That's not, not really. Like 130 years or something. And the, the reason behind it was there was a story you had it that the Italian king at the time, someone called Umberto I and Queen Margarita. Oh, they, Margarita. They visited Naples in 1889 and Rafael Esposito, he was asked to make them a pizza. So he decided he would top it with fresh tomatoes. He put mozzarella cheese on it and he put basil on it. And the reason why he came up with the name Margarita was in honour of Queen Margarita. Yeah, yeah, there's a few stories around that. Apparently, she, she'd she gone to visit the area and had asked to eat some food of the people because it was considered like a cheap food. Yeah. And him, uh, future king and queen, have, uh, um, you know, they were like, let's eat, let's eat like the people do. So let's get some cheap pizzas in, you know. Like the peasants do. What was it that the yeah. peasants are having? Yeah, that sort of thing. And it was... It was. It's, it's thought that he might have used the tomato and the mozzarella and um, uh, like the basil to look like the Italian flag, possibly. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, took took the pizza and it became the margarita pizza as we know it. You know, the pizza pizza margarita. It came. Ah, named that's a good queen. story, isn't it? I like that. Cool that one. Definitely. And then pizza, as you were saying, that was not all that long ago. If you're saying it's you know, 1889 when that happened, and then it was then. As immigrants, we were saying, came over from Italy. They would then travel into Spain and France and England and then going over into the United States as well. That's where it then gradually spread. And the, the first pizzeria in the United States was somewhere called G Lombardi's, which was opened in 1905. I've eaten a pizza in there. Nice. Was it a good one? It was really nice. I can remember eating it. I can remember taking it home because it was so big. And having to eat it for breakfast, me and my brother, we were, I remember we were on a tour, we were on a tour of New York and this guy was like, uh, you want a, you want a, I don't know, burger? This is the first burger joint in so-and-so. You want a so-and-so, so-and-so, you want a pizza? Go to Lombardi's. So you're right, we'll go to Lombardi's then. And, uh, That's pretty cool, isn't it? So maybe something, if anyone's listening, they're thinking of going to New York City, coming up soon, try and, uh, try and get a pizza from G Lombardi's. It's been there since 1905 and apparently still is the same pizza oven. Apparently. Not the same chef though. It'd be very old. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, so it was going over there. Like you said, this is early 1900s, right? So it is, pizzas are starting to go sort of around the world as people travel, right? But it wasn't until after the World War in like the 19, late 1940s, early 1950s when it really kicked off. Yeah. Because what was happening was all the soldiers who'd been over in, in Europe for the war were then going back home. And they'd obviously met Italians and gotten into like the sorts of food. Um, and then, you know, as they were going back to their cities, were, were look, looking for it, basically, weren't they? And it was, it sort of basically just took off then. That's really when it took off. Yes, when it really took off. And there'd be a group of cities, so New York, Chicago, um, even some on the West Coast, where they would then have pizzerias popping up all over the place and people mm-hmm. coming up with, with their version of um, what pizza they wanted to have. Did also then find out that the first frozen pizza hit the market in 1962. Oh, okay. So that's where there was a company called Tatino's. It's Tatino's Italian Kitchen. They're credited being the first company to offer a frozen pizza. And they then got bought out by Pillsbury Dough in 1975. So yeah, 1962 was when you had your first frozen pizza. That must have been a minute when somebody realised they could freeze this and then ship this. Imagine that. Imagine that. Hold on a minute. Yeah, this is 
we got this one. <laughs> Onto a winner here. Yeah. So, so after, so I was looking also at like there's types of pizza, not toppings, but there's actual different pizza types, isn't there? There's our Sicilian and a Romana and a Neapolitan and a, a, like a deep dish. Like what I, I, was, I was interested just to, you know, there's probably a few more, but what are they and how are they different? Because they are different. And, you know, the toppings might be similar, but the actual pizza itself is sort of cooked differently, isn't it? Yeah. I remember you you told me before about how much you loved a pizza when you went to Chicago. Oh, mate, deep dish, deep dish pizza is unreal. It's like, I, I don't, does everybody know what a quiche is? Is that a very English thing? Is a quiche an English thing? That sounds really it English, doesn't it? Yeah. So it's like, it's like a really deep dish, obviously, Chicago deep dish. But then they just sort of, they just sort of fill it up with like a whole can of tomatoes. Like it's like an inch of toppings. It's crazy. Yeah. Like a pie isn't like, like an Americans would, would think of a pie. You know, when you've got like a, you've got a shallow, like it goes down the sides and a flat along the bottom and then it's just filled up with toppings. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Anyway, if you can get a Chicago, a proper Chicago deep dish, uh, just reminiscing. I uh, could tell you, I, you were properly reminiscing then. You're enjoying I've, um, this week I've Googled, is there a Chicago deep dish in Dubai? And apparently I can't find one. I've been reading oh, a few different Reddit, no. Reddit threads of people saying, I'm from America, I need a deep dish, can't get one anywhere. <laughs> apparently I can't, I can't, there isn't one here. There's the Detroit pizza as well, isn't there? Which yeah, this is a bit of a funny one. So Detroit is known for its car industry, the automotive industry. And apparently the Detroit square pizza is originally cooked in automotive parts. Like the pan yeah. was automotive yeah. parts. If I made sense, yeah, yeah. I said that. Yeah, so in, I don't in know the what 19, it would be in the 1940s. So yeah, heated it up on a on a square base. Um, but it it just means then that they they then top it. They top it with the mozzarella and pepperoni. That's obviously known for it. But it's then got a different taste to it because it's then spread out slightly differently because it's covering this square area instead of being a, a deep dish Chicago. Yeah, there's no crust. So there's no edge that all the toppings run right to the edge. And because it's in this pan, the cheese will like go really crispy around the edge. Sort of like if you've got a lasagna and it goes all crispy around the, yeah. out, around the edge of it. Um, there's no, there's no crust. That's quite similar to a Sicilian pizza, which you see quite a lot. A Sicilian pizza is that square one that you get. It's cut into squares. looks like a really thick piece of dough topped with a really thin piece of like a tomatoy top. And it, it's always, I always find it sitting next to like, you know, if you go to a place that sells pizza by the slice, it's always sitting up there and it looks like it's like something else, but it's not. It's a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the key characteristic of a Sicilian, isn't it? It's that pillowy dough that it has. Yeah, it's really like thick. Really, really, really thick. thick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. With tomatoes, yeah. herbs and, and onions and, and uh, olives on top of it. Handy. Do you, know, do you know the gimmick behind a Romana pizza named after Rome, like where it came from? Uh, go on then. Yeah, let us know. So Romana is called pizza al taglio, which means pizza by the cut, and you order it by weight. So it's like a really long, almost like a focaccia, like a really long oblong-shaped pizza, rectangular-shaped pizza. And then when you want to buy one, they just go, how much do you want? And it's sort of like, you know, imagine cutting a baguette and just going, how much, how much, how much, that much, chunk, and then they weigh it, and you're like, this is how much you've got. <laughs> and you see those really long ones? That's a Romana pizza. Nice. That is good. Pretty cool. Um, and yeah, and one more, one more that I thought was interesting: the California pizza. I'm not. I mean, 
apparently this is a pizza, but I don't know if this is a, a real type of pizza, but it's called the California pizza, really because it's just, they, they call it a gourmet pizza, because out in California, they put whatever they want on their pizzas. So it's, you know, you, you'd end up with stuff like, what was it, like quail's eggs or something? Wasn't that what you said to me earlier? <laughs> <laughs> Salmon, yeah, goat's cheese, you know, all yeah. sorts, egg on top of it. So yeah, California is something where it's got a, uh, yeah, bit more of it, the extreme toppings. But there are some interesting toppings that I stumbled across this week. And I need to ask you straight off when we're talking about toppings, Liam, pineapple. Where do you sit on this topic? Pineapple on a pizza or not? I mean, it doesn't really bother me. I don't think you should have it. I'm not a big fan of pineapple, but I've eaten it before and I I understand. So I think you're probably going to do what we're going to talk about where that came from, right? And yeah. one of the one of the reasons being like it's the salty, isn't it like the salt and the sweet of like the ham and the ham and the pineapple is supposed to be tangy on your taste buds or something. And I can I get that I can get it. Uh, I'm not averse, but I won't order it. But if it was there, I'd eat it. What you say? I wouldn't be taking it off, for example. I quite like it. I I'd, I'd happily have a Hawaiian pizza. Yeah, I got I got no problems with that. It's I didn't realize like how new it was as well. <laughs> But I just sort of, you know, yeah, just been around for forever. But it turns out it's not. And the guy who came up with it was a guy called Sam Panopolopoulos. (laughs) I put an extra P in there, haven't I? No, is that right? Panopolis. Panopolis. (laughs) Sam Panopolis. And he was a Greek guy who moved over to Canada when he was 20 years old. And it was in 1962, he just decided to try out pineapple and pizza and it's exactly what you were saying he this guy he was a bit of an inventor this guy called sam he liked chinese food and he liked the contrast that you get between sweetness and savory so sometimes you know if you ever order sweet and sour chicken at a chinese you might notice that you might have a bit of pineapple floating in the sauce yeah and he was then thinking ah yeah maybe yeah this this sweetness and savory flavor let's have some ham let's throw some pineapple on there and let's see what happens. And he put it out there and people seem to like it. But then I was then leaning on thinking, so it's not actually originated in Hawaii, which I thought it must be. It must be originated in Hawaii. Surely that's why it's called the Hawaiian. Turns out it's a Greek guy in Canada who's come up with it. So where on earth does the name Hawaiian come from for for this? It's come from the can of pineapples, isn't it? (laughs) So pineapples grow in Hawaii. And uh, yeah, he had a can of, Hawaiian pineapples and <laughs> yeah. just threw them on, called it the Hawaiian pizza. Just the brand name of the pineapples that he had. It's just like. <laughs> yeah. Crazy, right? That works. Crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but like I said, not too worried about it. It tastes good. Why do pizzas taste so good? Why is it? Oh, it's, we're hardwired to love them. That's the, the nuts yeah. and bolts of it. We've evolved. Yeah, just, just the way. So our brains absolutely love having fat and salt to then eat and that's okay. exactly what a pizza then gives you so we're, we've been hardwired for forever that gives us the the motivation then to go out and find this type of food and yeah pizza has this combination so it's got you know the cheese which is the fatty bit it's got the meat bit which is the the rich bit it's got the sauce which can be nice and sweet for you as well and so it just has that perfect combination of, of salt and sweet and fat and everything all in one place you get some pretty nuts different flavors around the world though it's not just you know pineapple being the oldest one that i've come across did you come across any other strange ones no tofu 
Yeah, but that was something, nothing, wasn't it? I mean, I imagine people just put anything on a pizza. Like, it, it lends itself to trial and error, does it not? Because it's quite cheap and easy to make. The ingredients to make dough is next to nothing. You don't hardly need anything. You could just trial and error this, but go and throw some at me. So you got, you, you got? You got coconut in Costa Rica. That's one that okay. they do. Brazil, okay. apparently they often put quite a lot of peas on theirs and beetroot, even raisins on their pizza. Oh, I wouldn't be against raisins. I love raisins in anything. Raisin makes anything better. I reckon mm. that's almost true. I think that's controversial. Raisins or cheese. If you add that to if pick a dish, put raisins or cheese in it, it would be better. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. Did then in, in India, you've got a lot of people who are vegetarian. And so they often put paneer on theirs, which is like a type of cheese, or they have a lot of pickled ginger um, yeah. that goes on theirs. But then this was one of the oldest ones. And apparently in Sweden, they love a banana curry pizza. Can anybody in Sweden please verify this, please? Apparently <laughs> it, it is one that they go nuts for in Sweden to have, yeah, banana curry pizza. Um, it sounds a little bit odd. Some things you might expect in Australia, you can have crocodile pizza and kangaroo pizza. So yeah. I think like you're saying, basically take your local, your local foods and just put them on a doughy base yeah. and just see how it tastes. Yeah. What's about like when you do like pizza making with the kids? Like they just put whatever they want on there. Like they don't care. Just anything. <laughs> just throw it on. And then... <laughs> it's a way to get kids to eat stuff. Oh, you want to put it on a pizza? Yeah, okay. And then like, you know, everyone just trials and error, don't they? There is a life hack with the toppings though, isn't there? That's maybe just worth sharing in with everybody. Yeah, came across this this week and I'm definitely trying it. Everybody can try this. Let me know whether you agree. Apparently, a really cool thing to do to make your pizzas nicer, when you order them to be delivered, order them not to be cut so that the toppings all stay together in like as they're meant to. And then when it gets to you, cut it yourself. Apparently, that gives you a nicer pizza and it hasn't all flobbed off all over the place. Yeah, so good tip. Sounds, sounds like that might work. I reckon that could be, that could be a goer. So I'm going to give that a go. You know, like you told me to open bananas upside down when we did an episode about bananas. Yes. Got to be honest, that hasn't caught on. But this might. <laughs> <laughs> Delivery is massive, though, isn't it, in pizza world? It's like the number of pizzas yeah. that get delivered. And I know you were talking earlier about some of the different companies that do it. But, yeah, pizza yeah. delivery. Yeah, it started in the 60s. I just Googled, like, how did pizza delivery kick off? And it basically was in the, in the 60s, particularly in America, where everybody started getting a bit of money and they all had their own cars a bit more than they used to. And it became a point of where they, they could then, the pizza companies could offer delivery, essentially, as we know it. And then Domino's made a claim in, the ni- in 1990, I think, or in the, in the 90s, certainly, when they said that your pizza will be at your door in 30 minutes or it's free. Yeah, I remember that. And uh, that was a bit crazy. And then, and then apparently they got, they got sued and stuff because loads of like delivery drivers were, were like having to go really quick to make sure they could get the deliveries in. Oh, is that why, um, is that why they stopped it? Yeah, apparently. And then the internet, obviously, the internet came about, which made delivering pizza, ordering pizza even, even easier. I think we said it in our episode about the internet. Ordering a pizza was one of the first things that happened over the internet, wasn't it? In like 1994, something like that. And yeah, and you also had the Bitcoin one where Laszlo bought a pizza for 10,000 Bitcoins. So go yeah. back and listen to our cryptocurrency episode and have a or, listen to what that our, means. Or our internet episode. Which you've also learned about. Uh, yeah, but they did have one to space. You this read this one? Good. This is good. 
in 2001 up to the Russia Space Agency, and they paid a million dollars to get it delivered yeah. up there. But the piece that they delivered was only six inches. It's tiny. You know, I'm not sure they got enough. Like they can't get it up there, can they? Because we also did an episode about the International Space Station. That's three episodes we've just mentioned in the space of 30 <laughs> seconds. Yeah, they took it up there. Yeah, they had to pay the Russian Space Agency a million dollars to send it up uh, on one of their supply rockets. And as part of that, they got to put Pizza Hut on the side of the blimmin' rocket. That's it's good thinking, isn't it? That's good. Yeah. That's, some, that's some good advertising there. Yeah, so the Russian cosmonaut Yuri Ushinov, he's got the honour of being the first person to receive pizza and eat it whilst in orbit. I actually watched a video from maybe a year ago. The astronauts on the ISS had a pizza party about a year and a half ago. They, they took the ingredients up to make pizza. So they're all sitting around, like six of them, one uh, like the table in the middle, they're making, they're putting the spread on. I don't think it's cooked, obviously. They're eating it, sort of putting cheese on. And then they were like, all the pizzas are floating, you know, like that crazy view. And then they were like biting them one at a time. But, yep. You know, a pizza pie in space. Yeah, that is good. Something little that I learned this week is that the outer crust has got its own name. Oh, I learned this too, but I can't remember the name. It begins with C. It's an Italian word, but I don't know what it is. We've been, we've been calling it wrong. We just called it the crust, but we shouldn't really. It's the cornicone that we should be calling it. And that is the... No, I've got it, I've got it in front of me. I don't reckon that is how you pronounce that. Cornic- cornicione. It's not. It's That's the cornicione. Cornicione. It might be cornicione. You said cornicone. I think there's an E in there somewhere. Cornicione. I don't know. <laughs> so maybe I shouldn't be calling you that. I'll just stick to calling it a crust, shall I? You call it crust. I am basically Italian. I'm telling you, it's cornicione, maybe. It means end crust, doesn't it? That's right. So we've been getting it wrong. Ah, interesting topic. Um, I, it's the last thing. I actually stumbled on one thing just as we were about to go live with this recording. So I'm going to look at this for our takeaway. Two weeks ago was the World Pizza Championships. Okay. And they've got events like freestyle acrobat dough tossing, fastest dough, largest dough stretch, fastest pizza box folding, and the pizza triathlon. Now, I literally was looking at it as I was just about to turn on the laptop. So I will find out more about that. It happened two weeks ago, and uh, I'll bring that back at the end of the series in a couple of weeks. I'll let you nice, know for the, for the wrap-up episode. Yeah, 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 I'll find that one out. Ideal. No, that sounds good. So really interesting topic to get into and have a little look. Have you got a takeaway that you want to share with us? Uh, yeah, I do. This is really interesting. So we were saying earlier about Domino's making absolutely boatloads of money, you know, up in the 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 probably right up in the tens of billion, you know, maybe 10 billion revenue, stuff like that, you know, that sort of like big money. But 81% of their business, of their revenue, does not come from selling pizzas. So four-fifths of all their money doesn't come from selling pizzas. Okay. How do they make their money then? They make their money from selling ingredients for pizzas to other pizza companies. Okay. They've obviously, they've obviously, you know, they must have factories somewhere that just make pre-made dough or flour or sauce. And about 81% of their revenue comes from selling this dough and toppings to other pizza chains and their own franchisees. That's pretty good. That's a nice one. I like that. Just a second one real fast, because I'd be wrong if I didn't just say this. We said 5 billion pizzas are made every year, right? Yes. I sold every year. Right. Quick maths, ready? A 12-inch pizza, average size pizza. 113.02 113.02 square inches, which is about 700 square centimeters. Five billion of those a year is about three and a half million square meters. 
three and a half million square meters is about twice the size of the city and state of Monaco in France. <laughs> That's how much pizza gets eaten every year. <laughs> Oh dear. I don't quite know what that means. Like, I struggle to comprehend stuff like that. I saw I saw a fact this week saying that the most pizza eaten in a week is 250 pounds. But I don't I have no idea what that means. Like, what's 250 pounds worth of pizza? Yeah, I saw a picture of the guy. They made the biggest pizza hut made the broke the record for the biggest pizza ever in January to promote another one of their pizzas. They got up with a YouTuber and they made this massive, mahoosive pizza. There's a picture of it in some massive warehouse. And apparently it was 68,000 slices. But again, like by the time you get to, it gets so big, you can't comprehend it. If I said I ate 12 slices of pizza, you'd be like, oh, that was a lot. If I said I ate 20, you'd be like, yeah, that was a lot. If I said I ate 600, you start losing sight of how many that really is. <laughs> That's just a lot. Just a, a big number, a big number. Yeah, 68,000 then. So shall I let you know my two guys, one topic takeaway? Yeah, hit me. So mine this week is all based around something called pizza theorem. <laughs> okay, go on. So any, uh, any, 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 work. So any reason why you think I might have mentioned pizza theorem? Because now you've said it, someone at work told me to mention It's a maths thing, isn't it? Yes. And I forgot to look at it. So I'm going to be interested here. Oh, what? <laughs> so I can teach you. I can teach you some maths. Yes. This go has on. got to be a first ever. In all of the years we've known each other, I'm going to actually educate you on something to do with maths. So pizza theorem, what this will do is for, for anyone listening, if you want to share a pizza with somebody and you're wondering about how to cut it to make sure that everybody has a their fair share of the pizza, all you have to do, you can pick any point on the pizza anywhere you like. As long as you're cutting more than four lines across your pizza, so it's going into eight slices or higher, you can pick any point on the pizza and cut, and then you then take a consecutive piece each going round the pizza, and you'll end up eating the same area amount of pizza. Okay. Does that make sense? Sort of with you. Well, yeah, a little bit. I'm not so sure you... many of our listeners will fully understand, and I, I teach maths and I'm struggling, but I think I get you. So you got a pizza, you can pick any dot on the, point on the on pizza. The edge. Do you mean any point on the edge of the pizza? No, you can pick any dot anywhere on the pizza. Yeah, okay. So you can pick a dot in the middle, on the edge. You, know, you don't yeah. need to worry about getting okay. right in the centre. And then cut your four lines across the pizza, but oh, okay. make sure they go through that dot. Oh, okay, and so then, a central point. Yeah, so, okay, okay, I'm with you. And then you then... Pick a slice each and go round either clockwise or anti-clockwise, like I have a slice, you have yeah. a slice, I have a slice, you have a yeah, slice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And you'll both end up eating the exact same amount of pizza in area. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so you make four cuts, just don't worry about being doing them centrally. As long as you go around it clockwise or anti-clockwise, each taking a piece, you'll have the same amount. I'm with and it. it'll work for any multiple of four that you're going to cut it into. So you're going to cut it into 16 pieces, oh, wow. it would still work. That's interesting. I'm going to look into this. We have to get our year 13 students to do like a, like a piece of maths coursework. I wonder if there's a piece of coursework to do with this that I could get them to do, because that'd be really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So yeah, my one is around pizza theorem. Um, there we go. So Liam, this was your topic this week. Thanks very much Thanks. for suggesting that as a topic. That was interesting. What are your, what are your things that you're going to remember from it? Margarita is named after Queen Margarita. Done. 
What else do you want to know? That's, that's the best word, isn't it? That's the fact. That's the thing you're going to remember. That's what you remember. It's named after Queen Margarita. Started in Italy far, far more recently than perhaps uh, anyone would imagine. You know, like late 1800s really is when the first pizza was sort of officially given the go-ahead as this is a pizza as we know it. But yeah, what about you? That's the big thing for me. Yeah, 1889, where you then had this Raphael Esposito, who is credited with the first proper pizza. Um, and basically, we sort of said it along the way, a pizza is super cheap materials, and you just throw whatever you want on it, and it will turn into a pizza at the end of it. See if you like it or not. Right. Well, thanks for doing that, Ollie. So that brings us nicely. I think you're going to have to tell us what your topic is next week. So as you said at the start, this was my, I chose this, so we everybody knew ahead of time what it was going to be, much like everybody's going to know next week's topic ahead of time, because you are going to tell us what it is. Here we go. So. Ollie's choice episode for next week is televisions. Oh, okay. Nice. Something that we all watch or look at quite a lot. How does it work? Where do they come from? Uh, and just some of the differences that have happened over the years. The TV. Okay, got yeah. it. Got it. Nice. That's a good one. I like that. That's cool. We've done two quite similar things there, I think, with our topics this, this week. I know they're like food and TV, but they're both like... They're ingrained in our lives, so yeah. it's pretty cool to do them. Definitely. Nice. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening to this week's topic, which was my topic, all about pizzas. Much appreciated. If you've got any thoughts or comments, by all means, let us know. Also, we're going to start putting some votes up onto our Instagram account to get you to you know, suggest episodes, because in two weeks' time, it will be the Listener's Choice episode. So please follow us if you'd like to get involved at Two Guys, One Topic. Otherwise, we'll be back next week learning all about televisions, courtesy of Ollie's Choice. But until then, get out there and share some pizza knowledge.